Welcome to the Smoke and Rope Podcast, the show that brings together Michigan's top cannabis growers, advocates, and business owners to offer a fresh and honest perspective of Michigan's cannabis industry. Stick with us to get the lowdown from the people who have been on the ground floor of cannabis business in Michigan and gain insights into where the industry may be heading. Welcome to the Smoke and Rope Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Basor, and today is episode 91. And we have on the show today, Kyle Fohey from uh, Lighten Up Provisioning and Micro Buttery. And I do look looking forward to the definition of micro buttery. So Kyle, thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yep, and uh, sorry for the late start, everyone. We're having a little technical difficulties, but we're making it through. And uh, I want to say welcome to Tom up in uh, God's country. How's it going, Tom? Oh, going great, man. Looking forward to talking to Kyle. We've been working with Lighten Up for a few years. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh, see what they got going on. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, looking forward to get some uh, real leaf uh, redemption flower in there. I got to call uh, tomorrow with you guys, Kyle. So it'll be good. Uh, uh, and then Kevin at True. Kevin, what's happening? Rain. And lots of it, man. So uh, we're, we're battling again. Uh, our building likes to leak when it rains. So uh, oh, man. we got to get that parking lot fixed, but it's it's a spring-summer thing. So we're, we're still battling it, uh, but um, we're getting through, and uh, everything else is good. So, yeah. Glad to have Kyle oh. on the show. Yeah, that's always a, a great perspective, and uh, I'm, I'm excited today to talk about... Uh, I also wanted to show my... My lighten up micro buttery <laughs> sweatshirt, the back. Represent, baby, represent. Yeah, it's perfect. It's it's rainy and dreary here, and the office is a little cold. So, no, uh, Kyle is a true mom and pop uh, operation, and, uh, you know, it's something in Michigan. Uh, gotten to know Kyle a little bit, and, you know, talked told me his, his backstory, and, you know, really looked at what was available and what could, they could get in on the ground floor, and, you know, how expensive processing grows, testing labs. All that can be and uh you know using some ingenuity and getting real estate and um doing all the work yourself basically uh to, to get the store ready and hit the ground running in flint in 2017 when it was medical a little bit slower uh flint took to go wreck so i want to hear about that as well but kyle's kind of uh, really came on as far as the radar for me is when all his marketing ideas you know thousand turkeys last thanksgiving teamed up with the hero project uh and gave away which was really cool um always getting in the news doing something on billboards and looking forward to learning a little bit today about uh your thought process and then also um you know talk about what we got going on so with that kyle really appreciate you being on why don't you give us a little bit of your background where you grew up i know you're from davison so you're in a hometown hometown guy and what led you into to to being in the regulated market and then why don't we get into uh, the 420-pound uh, giveaways after that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so we're, you know, basically a partnership goes up to three of us. It's uh, myself, uh, my best friend from school, from grade school, actually, uh, Sean, and then his cousin, Kurt. Um, you know, we, we uh, Sean and I were born and raised in Davison, uh, a couple of Davison boys, and uh, Kurt was raised out in uh, Lake Fenton, which is just right around the corner from us. and. You know, we, uh, 
you know, to get this thing going, we, you know, it all happened really at their uh, caregiver business. We're sitting in a barn and we're, you know, smoking joints and, you know, we're sitting there and they're like, you know, I want to expand this, maybe do some different stuff. And then I was like, you know, as we're talking, I'm like, why don't we look in this legal market? It's happening. And that was back in 15. And uh, I said, uh, you know, let's see what we can do. So we started scrap, you know, scraping around, looking for properties, looking for ordinances, who's coming, who's not. And Mount Morris Township was one of the first uh, to opt in to do the medical and uh, and taking the applications. And a friend of ours was an attorney and he said, hey, you know, um, if I were you guys, I would start looking in that area. It might be a good a good possibility for you guys. He knew, you know, we were, were not big money guys. We didn't come back from, you know, big investment companies we owned or, or have millionaires, uh, you know, fin financing us or anything like that. So for us, it was scraping and trying to find. And so what we did is we started calling around and the guys that have the building that we, now we're in they told us no i think 66 67 times and sean and i just kept calling every week and like come on please let us please let us please let us and they didn't want to do marijuana and then they were like well hold on let's talk about this more and then eventually uh, the the old man of the of the company that owned the leasing company that owned all these buildings says he answers the phone he goes you know what get in here monday morning he goes he goes I, he goes i'm sick of you guys calling my office and walked in and there was a lease prepared and said, don't make, don't miss a payment. And uh, we said, sure, well, yeah, absolutely. No problem, sir, we'll do whatever you want. So, you know, so yeah, he gave us the opportunity to take the building and uh, run with it. And, you know, what a struggle, <laughs> what a struggle to say the least. You know, I think we we put our application in, was, uh, what was it, December of 17 or 18? I can't remember, it's all blurry now. We put our application in and, uh, you know, we, then held onto a building for year, almost two years, uh, trying to get up and running the state to move. You know, the state was, you know, very slow. You know, we we didn't, and then we did made a decision that we didn't want to go in front of the board, um, just because they were just killing people, as you guys all know. <laughs> and uh, so we were like, you know what? I think we paid our parking tickets, but we're not sure. <laughs> so we probably should maybe, uh, you know, not go in front of these guys. So. Uh, um, we decided to wait a couple months and then went in, you know, uh, got it all approved in uh, first of 19 and then uh, opened up in September of 19 as a medical station only, uh, which was uh, which was definitely uh, a eye opener for all of us. And, uh, you know, we were we were told by the municipality that we would be January 20 would be into recreational. Uh, that happened. That came at that point. <laughs> they punted to May. And we're like, OK, fine. We'll, you know, May. And they had their reasonings. Okay, they weren't prepared. Okay, fine. Then COVID hit, <laughs> and then COVID was a blessing in disguise. We're in April, thinking, yeah, we're gonna be wrecked next month. We're essential. We're good. <clears throat> we'll be all set. And uh, you know that May didn't happen. Then it just kept going on and on and on. And next thing you know, it was December fourth or third of 2020. They said that's when we were able to open up as wreck. So that was uh, that was a challenge, but you know, again, thank God it happened. I, it could be Flint that doesn't have that you know doesn't have a rack and have issues. It could have been a Detroit where I've been waiting till now. So I'm I'm just thankful that it happened then. But we got that thing up and running, and uh, you know, been going going out there since then, and uh, just trying to come up with some creative ideas and you know tiptoeing the line. I mean, me and the MRA fight a lot. You know, we're, we're 
we're going at it a lot, a lot of duking out emails, but um, you know, luckily uh, they've so far been pretty decent to work with on, on allowing us to do some of our creative marketing that we want to do. That's, that's awesome. Well, speaking of that, um, why don't, uh, you know, I'm super excited 420, obviously everybody yeah. knows 420 gearing yeah. up the markets of buzz. Um, and you know, we are, uh, we're going to be, we're a part of it as a redemption. We have a venture yep. day. Uh, Rick Thompson's going to be out there. Or, uh, and, uh, but the big thing is, is there's five brands, five, uh, given a pound and we're doing a five pound giveaway and two pounds of it's for veterans. So, why don't you uh, share the idea behind that and uh, the process and how it's going to work for everybody? Because uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. I don't know if I've I've heard this one before. So, <laughs> yeah, this this one was a little out there. I started looking around and researching who's done a pound giveaway, who's done a couple pound giveaway, and there's been a couple, and they're all with a lot of uh, strings attached. There's always a, a wheel you got to spin or you got to do this or you got to get a ticket or, you know, there was always something. So I said, man, you know, after the turkey giveaway, which was only supposed to be a hundred turkeys then turned into a thousand, I said, I, you know, Sean and I were sitting there talking one day in the office and him and I have a huge competitive nature. So, you know, when you got two friends have been friends since, you know, for 30, shoot, 36, 37 years. A, you know, we're almost like brothers. So it's a competitive nature there for us. So, you know, we started looking into it and I said, you know what, let's see if we can get a pound and maybe we can just donate, a, do a pound or split a pound up. And so I started talking to Andy over at Frosted Farms and he's like, this is awesome. Him and Craig thought it was the greatest idea in the world. And, you know, he was the first one I talked to and I was like, all right, well, you know what, let's do it. Let's, let's get it going. And then, you know, we started talking more and I'm like, you know, it'd be cool to do two different giveaways and let's see how many we can. And then all of a sudden, you know, I got calls. I had two pounds secured with Ryan. And then all of a sudden I started talking to you. Then I'm like, you know what? Let's call you big. Let's call gold kind. And then I, Valorcraft just, you know, Taylor got a hold of me and said, I want to be involved. How do I be involved? And when Taylor started, got involved with us with Valorcraft, Valorcraft, he says, he said to me, he's like, you know, he goes, uh, are you going to do it all to patients? And I go, no, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity to split it up and do it. Uh, do one for veterans and one for uh, all of our patients. So us being, a, you know, Kurt being the veteran in our uh, organization, and we're very proud of that. And we very much give back as much as we can to veterans. We thought, well, hey, why not do two pounds and just give it to veterans only? That's their specific uh, uh, winnings. And then let's do three pounds just for, for all of our patients and customers that are out there. So that's where we got, came up with that and started, uh, you know, going down on it and looking at it, like how, how can we uh, structure it? So decided to do for the veterans get, we're going to give four quarter pounds of marijuana away. And then we're going to give away 16 ounces after that, that makes up the two pounds there. Um, so there's, there's literally what 20, uh, 20, uh, 20 winners on that one uh, that can win uh, from a veterans. And they have their own bucket. They come in, they got their own color tickets. It's all different. Then the other one, the three pounds, we're gonna give away a pound. Then we're gonna do a half a pound for the next winner. Then a quarter pound. And then there's there's roughly 20 ounces left over. We're gonna give 18 ounces away just in case we have any loss or anything like that, that we make sure we're, we're squared away there. If there is extra ones, we're gonna, I'll, I'll throw a couple extra on there and do it. And probably one to the veterans and one to the, uh, to the patients. So that was kind of our idea is, hey, let's, let's see what we could do. I never 
when I did it, I said, don't, let's not call the MRA. Let's not call anyone. Let's just do it. And let's see what happens. And then of course, within <laughs> weeks, I, I got, I was like, you know, when I started putting billboards up and I started doing stuff, all of a sudden, next thing you know, the fight began. <laughs> so, you know, how are you doing this? How can you do this? You know, uh, you know, we don't like the billboards. Well, okay. Well, all right, let's redesign them and do stuff like that. So I decided that, you know, I decided that we threw, I threw out about a year's worth of digital uh, billboards and decided to put them on blast for five weeks. So we have like five billboards, two different billboards on five different boards all around Genesee County, which is helping everybody promote their businesses and, and, and to promote us and promote the, the, the giveaway. Um, you know, and, and even that day on 420, I mean, we got, I mean, I get, I just got a heavy list, man. I got it. We got a lot of vendors coming in. We have another company called old school organics. Those guys are going to donate, uh, about a pound. They're doing, uh, they're doing, uh, 200 pre-rolls to uh, patients between four and eight. So they're going to give away a pound right there. So, and they're, and I believe. Oh, sweet. We're doing 200 yeah. pre-rolls too. So even more. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that guy, they're doing like the two grand palm ones. Like, oh, the, you know, and I was like, nice. So they're doing some special ones. And then, you know, you know, and then we got Medi Eddie's coming in, which are new to the game on, uh, on edibles. They're coming out over with a, a $500 raffle basket that they're doing off. And I mean, I'd have to assume there's gotta be, I know for us, we're right around $22,000 in, in cannabis we're wow. giving away. And I believe there's going to be probably another $10,000 worth of, ancillary stuff that will be given away as well i mean it's just it's a it's a big event i mean it's it's going to become a big event for us man that's awesome you are crazy to so think right I heard, <laughs> yeah i know we can we can do this now and uh right. a little pushback on on the billboards i guess and then uh, i know you're getting on radio too but you mentioned uh Medi Eddie, is he uh, is he in the regulated market now you know there's a guy that was doing really well in the legacy that uh you know, we made it over. Eh? Yeah, Spence. So Medi Eddie's is our neighbor. They lease yep. a spot right next to us that we had some extra space. So they lease uh, Spencer leases from us. And uh, yeah, we actually are putting their first order of medical on the shelves today. <laughs> so as of as we're speaking, those guys are putting the, putting their products on the shelves or gummies uh, to start off. So yes, they just became up and running. Plus, they have an amazing CBD line. Um, I mean, they got the, the nerd rope CBD gummies, which are absolutely crazily good. Um, and they work, they work well, but they give you that, uh, you know, where a lot of people say they get a little tired on CBD that with the nerds ropes, uh, you know, around that gummy boy, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna have a sugar high for at least 45 minutes. Kyle, are they doing the uh, cake balls too? I hope so. I hope so. I think <laughs> they have some. <laughs> if they can do the cake ball, that's, I mean, that, that's Medi Eddie's to be right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's the best marketing I've seen on that. Some of the, yeah. yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Seeing other legacy yeah. guy and speak on that. Do you, uh, what's your philosophy? So, I mean, you're, uh, you said both your partners are caregivers. Um, yeah. you got start talking, I mean, you were hanging out with them around the grove, you know, around, yeah. around and all, uh, so what's uh, what's your philosophy with uh, on who you're supporting and uh, even moving forward? Yeah, I mean, we support 100% the caregivers. I mean, look, uh, I think these, you know, I'm not a guy that gets into political talk or even political stuff too much. Um, I think it's absolutely ridiculous what's happening out there. I think leave these people alone. Everyone should be able to grow. They're not competitors with me. I don't look at those people as competitors. I look at them as people that are trying to help themselves, help their families, help people, and more importantly, 
Um, and I just think it's, I think it's wrong what some of these big companies are doing. We've, we have made a, a, an agreement with our organization in order to limit uh, our exposure from certain companies that are out there. Um, we have definitely done that. Some of them, a couple of them, we, you know, they, their products sell, their products, we have patients that need them, you know, so we have to keep that product and, uh, and I can't let that product go because of that. Cause they do, these people do need it. Um, especially my medical patients. And that's who I look for. Uh, if I didn't have medical patients then I'd probably start looking at things and thinking about things a little differently, but yeah, you know, leave these caregivers alone, man. Let them grow in their basements. Let them grow in their houses. Let them do their thing. Let them, let them make their, their stuff and help them out. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that can't afford to come to our dispensary. I want everybody to be able to, but the realization is if you got somebody that has, I mean, I have a pediatric patient and he goes through 25 packages of gummies a month. His mom can't afford to spend that money. So, you know, for us, we do some things to help them. And I get with the manufacturers to help these guys too and say, hey, you know, help these patients out. And, you know, just like her, she needs to grow a certain amount at home to sustain. And I, I think you should. And I think that, you know, I just think it's a shame how some people that all they give a shit about is IPOs and all these things are just, you know, are, are ruining uh, or trying to ruin a little bit of this business and ruin what has founded to get this business here. The people that grew it out in their farmlands, the people that grew it out in their, in their uh, you know, in their uh, pine trees. I mean, you know, I, I I was 17 years old growing one in the back in, on Lake Marguerite and Grayling, you know, I mean, by the back creek, you know, you know, leave them alone, let them do their thing, let them do their thing. You know, Kyle, th this is the stuff that we bitch about, about the Brads and the Chads that walked in here in 2018 and think they know the culture of Michigan. The, the understanding is, is that we all know this because we were here before this. The black market was thriving before the caregivers were even a thing, right? right? So to add the caregivers into that mix and then say, oh, the caregivers are the black market is a crock of shit, right? It is. And that's why I don't, uh, just like you, I am not threatened by the caregivers and I think the caregivers should be left alone. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm so happy to hear that, that you're supportive of that same stuff because uh, like, like we talk about all the time, when, when people ask us, what do you mean about the culture? This is exactly what I'm talking about, you know? Well, I mean, you know, just in the last two, three weeks, I, I literally, and you know, obviously I'm not gonna name names, but I mean, I literally saw three companies out there that I personally know the owners of them. And it's literally these three companies are, are rich kids that daddies went and bought them a business and got them a business because they, they obviously were in, they just couldn't make it on their own. So, I mean, you're seeing this, these people come in and then they, they're, and then, you know, they have the audacity to come into places like mine and, and actually say, Hey, I'm just locally owned caregiver guy, you know, this and that. Oh, bullshit. You might've grew, you might have grew it from some friends in a basement and mom and dad's or whatever you did, but you're, you got good mids at the best, my friend. And, you know, and you've got the best money combined. I, I can, I can that much appreciate that. Um, I'm a guy that goes out and gets it, man. You know, like Sean and I, we didn't come up with money. We came up with good middle-class families, Kurt's the same way. You know, we didn't come, we didn't get left big money or anything. We, we earn everything we got. And that's, you know, that's our philosophy and that's how we do it now. That's why we never hired consultants. We didn't hire attorneys. We didn't hire C, uh, CPAs until the very end, we're right before we got licensed to review everything to make sure that we weren't a bunch of idiots putting words on paper. Um, but you know, that's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I don't wanna see the old stuff go away, but I know it's gonna happen. Nutrition happens, people go, you know, and, and you know, some, some people have better locations than others, but you know, 
man, I just, I've enjoyed watching this business grow and how it goes. And I've enjoyed people that I've met, you know, in the past and, you know, in the future, but, you know, really seeing a lot of different actors coming out. Brands and chances, Kevin says. Kyle's getting worked up, man. You may want to, uh, you may want to check your baba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? The white belt, I got to get the baba out. The, That's the right. white <laughs> Yeah, you know, Kyle, um, let's segue that into you talked a little bit about the struggle with licensing and things like that. You know, we, we had the same issue. I know, Tom, you know, everything's done by the bootstraps around here. So um, talk to us about that struggle and not having the big money. I know you had um, mentioned in the pre-show that you guys got a, a building that, that you guys can grow into and you anticipate doing that in the future and, and stuff like that. So, And then you also talked a little bit about your licensing struggles. I want to hear about yeah, that Yeah, I mean, stuff. you know, for us, it was it was, you know, a lot of our money that we had, I mean, we all started with, you know, a small amount of money and we thought we could get into this thing for under a hundred grand and realized that, you know, pretty quickly after pretty much all that money went into paying for rentals, uh, you know, all that time while we were waiting for licensing. And, uh, you know, and that was a big struggle for us is, is, is getting there. And, you know, we ended up spending so much money on just keeping our place in line that, you know, when it came time to start the business, we had to really go in and, 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 you know, come in with a hundred thousand, I think we were 125,000. Sean's probably biting his tongue saying, no, it was hard this, but uh, uh, about 125,000 in inventory when we first started. And we had to, uh, you know, beg, borrow and plead and try to get it. And, and from a licensing standpoint, you know, you just constantly got kickback, kickback and kickback. And it just was, and with hardly any guidance. And that was something that was very frustrating for me and, everyone else I know that has a number of, uh, you know, 200 or less on a PC number, you know, they, they, they heard all these and they've seen them and, you know, and they, and, and it just was uh, amazing how much back and forthness, but once the MRI came out and they saw how we were structured and they really liked us and they, they, they definitely uh, utilize our facility as a, as a facility to ask questions. Um, you know, we learned metric, we learned all these things and instead of hiring people to do it, it was, uh, that was, that was a good thing for our, our part, um, which I think makes our relationship with MRI a little bit more tighter and makes it better than I think some people possibly have. Um, and, and in return, I got, I got some good, <laughs> good angles of get, getting to the right people now instead of having to just get the, the, the blanket emails back and forth. That's right, man. That's exactly how, how it went for us to be, you know, a support for the MRA and to have that, the two-way conversations and to have that relationship with your, your, you know, the people that you're working with and yeah. you know that you've, you've kind of been building, building this thing from the start. And it's, it, it's been quite a journey, quite a journey, man. And yeah. you guys, I, I love your, um, I love your passion and your, you've always been really good to us. Um, I mean, how do you see things now? I, I don't really get out of my, uh, my bubble too often. And uh, I know like the Flint area, like, I mean, how are like, there seems to be, there's definitely an oversaturation of, yeah. of PCs, right? And that's because of the, the, the lack of availability for municipalities that have opted in to allow this. And there's just all the politics behind that. Um, you know, how, how do you see things, man? Uh, do you see anyone like, new coming on online that's gonna is there anything that people can do to um you know to to try and support 
you know, the smaller companies and the smaller businesses and in an oversaturated market when it just becomes about bottom line. I mean, obviously getting creative, having giveaways and, and, and involving people in a more positive way and, and changing, you know, you know, the script and having those those things. But I mean, where do you see things going? Do you think just things are going to open up and it might actually like decompress or do you just feel it's going to be more and more compression with more people just trying to do the same thing in the same areas? And you know, I mean, you know, I've, I've looked into some areas that are coming on board soon that are doing it. And it's, you know, it's the big players. The big players are, you know, are, are hurting guys like me to be able to, to uh, continue to keep going out because, you know, prop, properties that were two, three hundred dollars or two, three hundred thousand dollars are now 1.5, 1.8 million just for a shell building that should be built burnt down. Um, I think, you know, from, from this standpoint, I mean, I like it when it's, when a municipality puts a, a cap, I think that's a smart move. Um, the ones that keep it wide open, I, I just don't think, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I think there's going to be so many of them and you're, you're now you're playing on who has better pricing. You have better product. I mean, I like to always say that, you know, you should be able to sell your product and sell yourself and sell your company and sell everything. And the price will come back back at another time but it, it just seems like it's not happening that way and when you get you know some companies out there that like to call themselves the walmart of weed um you know it's crazy i mean i've even heard another company say that they're planning on being the dollar general of weed in michigan i'm just like <laughs> okay so you know like you know so that's why like you know guys like you kevin ryan and, and tom i mean you guys got product and you got good product and you know you need to showcase it. You got to make sure you, you do it. And, and, you know, and I know from a business standpoint, it makes sense to, to sell to stores. They have 20 stores or 15 stores or whatever, because you're going to get a move product, but man, they're just, they're putting you down with every single else, everybody else and don't care about your product. They care about how fast can they move that thing out of there. And that's something that we take more pride in and we don't do that. We, we just don't, I mean, I don't buy big bolts. Um, as Tom and Ryan knows, we don't buy big bulk. We buy a little bit of a lot as much as we can so that we can you know, get it out and continue to keep ordering that product to get it in and partnering with the right people. And, you know, and, and, and so, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the industry in a whole is, um, it's just, it's amazing how many places are coming on board faster and faster and faster. So I, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure how it's going to go. I'm, I'm thinking, let's see what, let's get rid of 2022 and see how 2023 starts coming through. <laughs> I, uh, speaking of that, Kyle is a, a, a great reminder. You, you, uh, first person I've heard mention that as far as, you know, like selling to the big stores and it's great, but like for, for me personally, just, I don't know, just work, maybe aligning with the, the same people, uh, um, redemptions and almost all the uh, mom and pops, um, you know, and, and not in the others. And sometimes it, I think it's all based on that relationship and just not saying, all right, I'll sell it for $800 a pound and, um, you know, do whatever. So it's, that's a blessing for Michigan. Uh, we have our faults, but uh, I love the fact that there's all these mom and pop independently owned one, two, three stores, people from Michigan that put their life savings and their dream into it and they're doing it. So that's exciting. Yeah. And that, that makes this part, this makes the job a lot more funner and life a lot more funner. But you did mention something. Um, I wanted to uh, ask you about uh, and, and get into the uh, the turkey giveaway. And I, know, uh, I think Tom has a question after this, but the turkey giveaway, 
um you know it was supposed to be a hundred and it was uh and turned into a thousand how does that happen so like uh if you want to share any of your secrets or just how you use momentum to and your partnerships uh to get it done and then you know you got any other uh cool funny uh you know cool uh, they're not necessarily funny but they're just you know they always make me smile uh marketing ideas you pulled off just out of ingenuity <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> we've had some fun with the marketing stuff. I mean, I have, uh, you know, I have two, I have two great, uh, two great, uh, a social media director and a, a marketing director that works for us that, that uh, has worked for us as, as reception and bud tender and inventory. And we've, uh, you know, within figured that we wanted to have them. So they, they've helped me with it. So it's not all my ideas. I can tell you that CJ and Audrey, she, they both definitely come up with their own and, and Sean and I and Kurt come up with ours and, you know, and stuff. But yeah, the turkey drive was a cool thing. I mean, literally that was, I was sitting in the office and I said, you know what? Let's do 100 turkeys for our patients, our medical patients, even if they're right patients, whoever's in need. Let's find out, you know, we, I knew, I knew we I had a list of about 60, 70 people that I knew that uh, financially just were, were struggling. And I just knew it, you know, just knew of them, knew all the stories, you know, as people come in and talk and stuff like that. So I thought, well, it'd be cool to give them 100, you know, give all of them a turkey and, you know, help out through Thanksgiving. And then uh, I started uh, again, just started calling around. I think I called Goldkind and I was talking to my buddy Brian over there. And Brian says, uh, he's like, I said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing some turkeys. He's like, yeah, I'm in for 2,500 bucks. I was like, well, okay. I'm like, well, all right. And so then I said to Sean, I go, I bet you I can get a thousand turkeys or 500 turkeys. And he goes, let's do it. And so we both started getting on the phones, calling our vendors. And, uh, you know, we started working some deals. The next thing you know, we had 500. Then next thing you know, I got $18,000 and I'm like, holy crap, how do I take care of this thing? Right? So I'm like, all right, we're about three weeks before Thanksgiving or no, about a month before Thanksgiving. I was like, well, I called the local uh, grocery store here in Linden Alpine market and was talking to the meat guy. And he goes, uh, well, I, yeah, let me see if I can get you 500. I said, all right, cool. I go, but I might hit need more. And he's like, okay, well, let me see. He calls me back. I give you 500. I go, actually, I need a thousand. Sorry, things changed in the last two hours. And he's like, all right. So he called Spartan, told Spartan brand our story of what we were doing. And Spartan said, yeah, absolutely. We'll make sure the order's filled. Don't worry about it. We'll send a semi out to them and everything. We'll take care of them. Um, and they, they said, you know, as long as you guys are okay with nine to 12 pound turkeys. And I said, I don't care. Anything is, is awesome to help, you know, we're, we're not picky. And uh, so then, you know, we decided to do that. And then I was like, you know what, let's do billboards, you know, because I, my uh, guy, a friend of uh, Connor over at Outfront happens to be the billboard rep. And I was his first, I think it was like a first or second customer uh, when he got into it. So, you know, so he, he hooks us up with stuff. And I said, hey, we're doing this. And Outfront decided to donate a board for a week, which was cool to do all the free publicity for us. And, uh, and then next thing you know, it just that thing just started catching legs, man. Uh, next thing you know, High Times Magazine wrote up uh, a story about us uh, and veteran veterans and stuff like that. It's a veteran uh, issue that they did. And then you know, next thing you know, I think there was like twenty some different uh, publishing and uh, news broadcast places calling me, trying to get interviews, doing this, doing that, and you know, people wanting to donate money to it. And because we partnered with the Heroes Project. Uh, and then the Canada Social Equity Fund, and we started doing all that. Next thing I know, I'm like, oh my God, this thing just went way, way bigger than I ever anticipated, ever. But it was cool. It was such a rewarding day, man. Such a rewarding day. Darren McCarty came out. I mean, I mean, that was, and he just, he just wanted to come out. He said, 
read about it in High Times and or knew about the article in the High Times or whatnot. I can't remember how it all happened. And he said, I just want to come out. Like he goes, but I'm not trying to promote myself or anything. I want this about you guys. And I'm like, perfect. So we we, we made a choice not to promote Darren coming out and we promoted him the last day, the day before it all the 20th happened. It was really cool. Uh, that, that was one of my most rewarding things I've done probably in my life. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I have to ask, I've been wondering this for years. What is a micro buttery? Micro buttery. So the micro buttery was always intended to be our grow facility. So we were playing off the micro brewery type of scenario. And if you do the definition of micro brewery to micro buttery, it's basically a craft brew, craft bud that is small batched and small and you know family oriented, tested and thrown out. Our goal was always to do, to put a grow in our, our building currently. And we were gonna do a, uh, like a microbrew. You can come in and take a look at the rooms. And we had a process down to be able to do that. We just haven't been able to get it all, get that to fruition. But that was gonna be our small intimate grow, high quality, crafted marijuana, crafted seeds, that type of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe some of yeah, maybe, uh, maybe that's still uh, someday. Um, it very well could, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we, you know, for us, you know, like I said, COVID was a it was a blessing disguise, and it is, uh, and it was a bad thing for us because you know pushed everything, um, you know, which you know kind of pushed our plants a little bit as well. But that's okay. Yeah, we're still plugging well, on. Kyle, super, uh, super uh, glad we we uh, we had you on and got to promote and talk about this five pound giveaway. I I, I think uh, we're going to be hearing a lot more about it in the upcoming weeks. And this 420 is the making of being the biggest 420 uh, ever in the state and maybe around the country. But I know people are gearing up and no and. I don't know if anyone's gearing up quite like you, but uh, um, it's exciting. So we made it to the show. We've had some technical difficulties. Uh, I think my phone's going to die, so I think we're going to quit while we're ahead. And, All right, uh, get, good, get, get, a, get, a, get a great chance to uh, say goodbye to you and thank you. So with that, uh, Tom, why don't you uh, start us off? Well, I hope to come see you guys soon, man. Now that things are lifted and getting out, so it's good to Absolutely. see you. Absolutely. Please do, man. Let me know when you're coming down. And Yeah, if you're ever up here, obviously. Absolutely. You guys were one of our first guests on a tour and it was, yeah. was awesome. Yeah. So anyway, it's good to see you, man. Nice seeing you. Thanks, Tom. Kevin. You know, uh, Kyle, the, the great thing about this show is I've met you before um, and in just a little 30 minute segment, you learn so much about somebody and yeah. uh, it's really cool to have gotten to know you. Uh, you seem like a really good guy and you got your heart's in the right spot. And uh, I look forward to seeing you up at the MICIA event this summer and, uh, and swinging some golf clubs and having a good time and relaxing and enjoying ourselves. So, uh, Kyle, thanks again for being on the show. I wish you the best of luck on your 420 giveaway. That sounds badass. And uh, yeah, have a good one. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it, man. Send me the details yeah. on your Baba. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's called a Storts and Breckel Plenty. I've had it for about seven years, and it's a game changer for me, at least. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, you know, but the old wife, she's like, hey, I just want my good old joint. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle, any uh, final words? Any more words of wisdom, I guess, uh, for our audience before we figure hey, it out? Hey, man, just keep, you know, keep slinging the good slang out there and, you know, get and uh, you know just 
you know, thanks a lot for having me on here, guys. And I, I'm looking really forward to giving away, uh, you know, five pounds of cannabis and, and uh, you know, it's all gonna be high tests and stuff. So it's gonna be really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm very much. So thanks, yeah. thanks everyone. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, I'm really glad, uh, glad you, we had you on. It's, uh, it's, it's what Michigan, you know, in, in my mind, cannabis is all about, uh, you know, and we will keep on fighting a good fight. And uh, just thought for people out there listening that haven't joined the MICAA yet, it's all worth it just for that summer annual. You get to meet people like Kyle and a whole group of other people, and it's just a wonderful thing. So I'm, I just made my reservations actually on Sunday uh, for the Airbnb. Everybody better get on that. Uh, they're going up fast. So Kyle, we'll be in touch soon. We're going to be doing a lot of market uh, marketing here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, super excited for 420. So. With that, thanks everyone, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. The Smoke and Rope Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Ryan Basor, the owner of Redemption Cannabis. Have ideas for episode topics or would like to be a guest on the show? Contact us at ryanb at redemptioncanna.com. Thanks for being along for the journey.